Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. Welcome to the Padres Post Game Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of today's game with highlights. Plus, we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Bob Melvin. And we'll give you an update on scores from around Major League Baseball. The Padres Post Game Show starts now on the Padres Radio Network. We are live here at Petco Park as the Padres fall in this series opener to the Pittsburgh Pirates 8-4. Sam Levitt with you inside the lofts here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Welcome into our postgame show here on the Padres Radio Network. Good to have you with us on this Monday evening. A very, very disappointing loss once again for the Padres here tonight. Final totals for Pittsburgh, 8 runs, 13 hits, no errors. For San Diego, 4 runs, 6 hits, and no errors. lot to do on our postgame coverage we'll go down to the clubhouse here at petco park here from padres manager bob melvin recap this game in its entirety our nightly awards out of town scoreboard yeah you'll hear my thoughts we'll get your thoughts and much much more to come but quickly let's get a few thoughts in here about this game obviously the story begins with you darvish who had his toughest outing of the year four innings and a third seven earned runs given up eight hits allowed and of those eight hits four home runs a home run uh, given up to Santana, two-run home run to make it 3 nothing in the third. How could I forget Jack Sawinski? The first home run of the game made it uh, a 1-1 game in the third. Then the two-run shot by Santana uh, in the third made it 3-1. to He would give up two more, another to Santana, one to uh, Pagero. His first major league home run will dive into this outing for you, Darvish, but his toughest outing of the year, four-plus innings, was not sharp, and uh, the Pirates took full advantage. On the other side of this pitching matchup, Quinn Priester making his second major league start ever did a really good job against this lineup. Five innings and a third, four earned runs uh, given up. Wasn't perfect in this game, but really, aside from Hassan Kim hitting two home runs, a leadoff home run in the first, two-run home run in the fifth inning, Padres just could not get anything going against Priester. And then the Padres not getting anything going against the Pirates' bullpen, really, aside from uh, the run in the sixth inning, the double by Luis Campusano, which was charged against Priester. Padres trailed 8-4 in this game, going to the seventh inning. Not insurmountable against a team that has struggled as much as the Pirates have struggled. And here offensively was the big story in this game. It was the big story yesterday. Same thing here today. The big four, Tatis, Soto, Machado, and Bogarts, when it combined 1-for-14 yesterday, 2-for-14 in this game here tonight. So the last two days, 
a combined three for 28 for Tatis, Soto, Machado, and Bogarts against starting pitchers Alex Fiedo, who came in a six-plus ERA in his major league career yesterday, and a guy making his second-ever start in the major leagues, and Queen Priester on the mound for the Pirates here today. Three for 28 from those four the last two days. So that was a big part of the story offensively. And then just on top of that, the last two days um, have not been good at all for the San Diego Padres. Keep this in mind. The Pirates entered this game. We talked about it pregame. Since June 13th, 9-26 since June 13th. The worst record in the major leagues during that span. Well, they're now 10-26 since June 13th after this win. Do you know four of those wins have come against the Padres, the sweep in Pittsburgh, and now the win here today. So again, 10-26 since June 13th. The Pittsburgh Pirates are Four of those wins for the Pirates have now come against the Padres. So not a good night whatsoever. Not good offensively for the most part against a young starting pitcher for the second day in a row. You Darvish really struggled. But even with you struggles, there was an opportunity for the Padres to really show you something in this game and mount a rally, mount a comeback. But you needed uh, the superstars to lead the way in that. And it didn't happen in this game here tonight. Lots to do on our post-game show as the Padres again fall to 48 and 53. Pirates improve to 44 and 56. We'll come back with the radio highlights. We'll also hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Much, much more to come. Stay with us. We continue after this. Again, the final score on this Monday series opener of a three-game set. The Pirates eight and the Padres four. Post-game show continues when we come back on the Padres radio network. Our post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Sam Levitt with you inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Final score on this Monday night, Pirates 8, Padres 4 as the Pirates win this series opener of a three-game set. Padres have now lost two in a row. Yesterday in Detroit, 3-1 to one to the Tigers and here today, 8-4 to four to the Pirates. A lot to do on our post-game coverage. We will go down to the clubhouse here at Petco Park in just a few minutes. Here from Padres manager Bob Mel. So stay tuned for that. Another terrific crowd here at Petco Park. The 40th sellout of the season, 43,419. Tremendous once again. If you're on the way home from the game right now, shout out to you. The fans continue to bring it each and every night here at Petco Park. But a very disappointing game for the Padres on the field. And we will continue to break it all down in our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. Let's recap it with our game highlights. Let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights. Presented by the new El Cajon Ford Commercial Service Center. Servicing all Fords up to F-750s and motorhomes. We begin in the first. Hugh Darvish worked around a couple of hits in a scoreless top of the inning. In the bottom half, Pirates righty Quinn Priester was making his second major league start. Hassan Kim was there to greet him. 2-1, Kim hits it well in the air to deep left center. Reynolds going back, Sawinski going back. It's going to go! Another leadoff home run for Hassan Kim. And the Padres take a 1-0 lead here in the bottom of the first inning. The game stayed 1-0 until the top of the third with one out and nobody on. It was the former Padre prospect, Jack Sawinski. And Sawinski swings, hits one in the air deep down the right field line. This will stay fair, and this will go a home run over the Petco porch. And again, Sawinski 
taking aim for the right field corner here in San Diego. That'll be his team leading 21st home run of the season. And the Pirates have tied it up here in the third inning. Pirates weren't done. Andrew McCutcheon walked with two men away. The count then went three and two on Carlos Santana. Darvish will pause at the letters. Now the payoff pitch. And Santana hits it in the air to deep right. Fernando's racing back. He is not going to have a play. And it'll go a two-run home run for Carlos Santana. And it came on the slider. It's a pitch that Darvish has had a hard time commanding here early. And Darvish was clearly having trouble with that command. Things didn't get better for Darvish. Leofer Pagaro stepped in with two outs and a runner on base in the fourth. Two and two. Here's the pitch to Pagaro, and that's hit in the air deep to left field. Soto going back over into the corner. On the move, it's going to go. A two-run home run for Pagaro. He's first in the big leagues. Darvish hung another breaking ball, and the Bucks have hit their third home run tonight. They lead it 5-1. to one. More trouble for you, Darvish, in the fifth inning. He walked Andrew McCutcheon to start the frame. Carlos Santana was next. One and one to Santana. That's hit in the air to deep right center field. Fernando rushing back at the wall, looking up, going to go. Second of the night for Carlos Santana. The Pirates' fourth home run against you, Darvish. Another two-run shot, and it's 7-1. to one. Final line on you, Darvish. Four innings and a third, seven earned runs allowed, eight hits, four home runs given up. That tied a career high, three strikeouts, three walks on 85 pitches. Pirates got another run against Tim Hill in the fifth. They led 8-1. to one. In the bottom half, Trent Grisham hit a one-out double. The lineup then flipped over to Ha-Sung Kim. And now the pitch. Kim swings, hits it in the air to deep left. Reynolds going back at the wall, leaps up, and it's going to go. Just out of his reach over the left field wall. Into the second row, and Kim with his second home run of the night. In the bottom of the sixth inning, the Padres continue to chip away. Jay Cronenworth was on first base with two men away for Luis Camposano. There is Camposano. Swings at the first pitch and lines it into left center for a base hit. And might find the gap. It does. Cut off by Sawinski in center. Cronenworth rounding third. He's going to score an RBI double for Luis Camposano. And now a four-run game in the sixth. So the Padres trailed 8-4 to four through six innings. Still in the game, the bullpen did a really good job. Pedro Avila, two scoreless innings. Nick Martinez, a scoreless inning. Luis Garcia, a scoreless inning. But the Padres did not score in the seventh, did not score in the eighth inning, and went 1-2-3 in the ninth inning. That was the ball game. The Pirates 8 and the Padres 4 as Pittsburgh wins game one of this three-game series. Again, the Padres dropped to 48 and 53. Pirates improved to 44 and 56. And we'll update you on where the Padres are in those wild card standings coming up in just a little bit. Let's go down towards the clubhouse here at Petco Park and get some post game reaction. Let's take a trip down to the Padres clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian resource. Bob, that was a very unyou Darvish like outing tonight. What was going on with him? Well, I mean, just not his best command. You look at the ball strike ratio early on, it was pretty close, which is, you know, not like him at all so very rarely do you see an outing like that out of him so every now and then it happens and what did that priester have that kept you guys off balance with it? 
Uh, you know, I mean, sinker pretty good, backdoor to some righties, just enough off speed. We did score four runs off them, you know, in five and a third. We just gave up too many tonight. What is it about the Pirates? I mean, it seems like a team that you should be able to beat. And uh, look, I, I, every major league team presents challenges, and, you know, obviously they'll have a little confidence beating us over there. You know, they haven't played too terribly well here recently, but, you know, early on they had some really good swings, and capitalized when they needed to. How disappointing is it to start the homestand this way when you know what's ahead of you, what needs to be done quickly? You know, it, there's been a lot of disappointment. So, you know, it just kind of adds to the frustra frustration. Um, you know, we just haven't been able to do anything to give ourselves a ton of confidence. So we, ha we have to do that. You know, we have to come back and win a game tomorrow and try to win a series, which we've been doing here recently. How about Kim today, though? I mean, he's swinging the bat as well as ever. Yeah, he's look, he's been doing great. You know, ever since really in the, all year, but since he's been in the leadoff spot, right? He lefty, it doesn't really matter. So that you know leads the game off with the homer. That should give us some energy. It did. Felt good in our ballpark. Got our fans into it. Uh, well, again, we just gave up too many runs in the middle innings. You mentioned after yesterday's game, yesterday's game in Detroit, hoping to see a little more fire out of the team, especially in a game like that. Well, I know it's obviously it looks worse when starting pitcher struggles like tonight, but what did you see out there tonight? That Look, I, you know, Hassan leaves up with a homer and got the fans into it. So that there was energy. Our guys, you know, felt good going into the game today back home after a long road trip and um, you know, it felt good to be back home. And then you get a homer and you feel good about where the game's going. We just just couldn't sustain it. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from down by the clubhouse here at Petco Park following this 8-4 win for the Pirates over the Padres. You heard uh, Bob Melvin talk there about ha Sung Kim. He had a big game, two home runs, the leadoff shot in the first inning, two-run home run in the fifth inning. Did have a bit of a base running blunder in the seventh inning, got caught stealing, uh, trying to go to second base in the seventh, and uh, unfortunately down by four, not what you want to do there. But ha Sung Kim obviously far from the Padres' problem. Problems here today with the two home runs, three RBIs. And look, there's no way around it. We talked about it yesterday, how disappointing the finish in Detroit was in the series finale. The Padres heading into yesterday, you felt pretty good about where they were at, at least on the road trip. A chance to make it a winning road trip, a chance to sweep a series against the struggling team, and then a chance to keep it going against the Pirates team that has not played well whatsoever as of late in the last two days have just not gone anywhere according to that plan. We'll dive a little bit deeper into it on the other side of this break and, and give you some of the numbers again in case you're just getting in your car on the way home from the game, driving around here tonight. We'll continue to break it down, and we'll continue to take your tweets and your reaction as well. Tweet at me, Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. Instagram DMs open as well, Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. We will take your phone calls coming up later as well, 833 0973 the phone number again 833-288-0973 give out many of our nightly awards town scoreboard much more to come as we break it down pirates win it eight to four over the padres on the padres radio network
Our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network continues. Final score, the Pirates 8 and the Padres 4 as Pittsburgh takes this series opener at Petco Park. Sam Levitt with you inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building in downtown San Diego. Looking like a little bit of fog here at Petco Park, uh, an empty Petco Park. Just uh, me and you on the radio side of things now as we wrap this one up. Very disappointing night for the Padres to begin this six-game homestand against the Pirates and the Rangers after a very dis- uh, disappointing day to wrap up the road trip yesterday in Detroit. Again, we will have our nightly awards coming up. We will take a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard. If you missed Bob Melvin's post-game press conference, we will play you some clips from it coming up a little bit later as well. So if you're just getting in the car on the way home from the ball game here tonight, you missed what Bob Melvin had to say, stay tuned. We will get back to that coming up in just a little bit. Again, the Padres fall to 48-53, and 53, back to five games below 500. Pirates improve to 44-56. and 56. And just to keep you posted on the wild card standings, the one good thing here today is a lot of other teams lost uh, in the wild card race here today. So the Padres actually didn't lose any ground. They're still six games out of a postseason spot in the wild card race. So that is one piece of good news here today, although that is the glass half full Way of looking at it, the glass half empty. Way of looking at it is they could have picked up ground with a win here today, and we talked about it pregame. A lot of teams have been losing lately. A lot of teams not playing well in the National League wild card race, and the Padres, by going 5-6 and six now since the All-Star break, quite simply have not taken advantage of it. So really depends on the way you look at it and the way you look at things heading towards the trade deadline a week from tomorrow. There is a lot to consider for this ball club, this organization, and a disappointing day to begin this homestand, no doubt about it, as the Padres fall 8-4. to four. We'll continue to get back into you Darvish's outing, but first let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game. Brought to you by the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Our ace pitcher of the game, we will go with the rookie who made his second major league start, Quinn Priester. Starting pitcher for the Pirates, went five innings and a third, four earned runs given up. Three walks, struck out four, 89 pitches, picks up his first major league win. And you know what? Had to go up against the lineup with Tatis and Soto and Machado and Bogarts and Cronenworth and Kim, who got him for a couple of home runs. That was the bright spot offensively in this game, but battled his way through. Took an early lead, kept it. Quinn Priester, our ace pitcher of the game. Very nice job by him in today's ball game. And we talked about it in the opening segment of the postgame show, but let's dive a little bit deeper into it and look at the starting pitcher aspect of it. I told you in the opening segment, yesterday, the foursome of Tatis, Soto, Machado, and Bogarts went 1-for-14 in yesterday's loss. They went just 2-for-14 in today's game. Manny Machado had a single in the first inning. Xander Bogarts had a single in the eighth inning. That was it, two for 14 between Tatis, Soto, Machado, and Bogarts. So a combined three for 28 now the last two days. And the part of it that really makes you scratch your head, and again, this is consistent with what's gone on all year. Many things about this ball club have made you kind of scratch your head at times and have made it a very hard season to figure out. We've talked about it many, many nights. 
against two young starting pitchers, Alex Fajardo yesterday, who came in 18 starts in his major league career between last year and this year, a 6-plus ERA. And here today, a talented right-hander, the top-rated pitching prospect in the Pirate system in Quinn Priester. But let's be honest, the guy making his second major league start and a guy that got charged for seven earned runs against him in his debut last week against Cleveland. The Padres, against those two starters, the four, Tatis, Soto, Machado, and Bogarts, they had only two hits against those two starting pitchers. Yesterday, it was a double. Or I should say, am I getting this wrong here? No, it was a... You know what? I may have to recalculate this because I'm looking at my scorecard again. I actually may have what I wrote down here wrong. So, (laughs) sorry about that. I want to get it right when I get into it. But what? even without, it's they either had one hit or two hits against those starting pitchers was my point. Um, Those four, the big four, if you will. I need to go look at it again. I did it during the commercial break. Pardon me. I will get it right. The point being, overall, really, whether it was against the starter or not. The Padres didn't get anything going against Fajardo yesterday, and really from the middle part of their lineup, aside from the home runs by Kim, I mean, they did not get anything going against Priester uh, offensively in this game. A guy they haven't seen before, Fajardo, a guy they haven't seen before. We know there are challenges to that, but when you have the reputations of the Fernando Tatis Juniors and Juan Sotos and Manny Machado and Xander Bogarts, especially with how important these games are right now, uh, it's disappointing that the Padres in the middle part of that lineup, the stars they rely on, were not able to get anything going against these two very young, very inexperienced starting pitchers and a guy yesterday in Fajardo who just has not been good for uh, not a big sample size, but a sample size of sorts, 18 starts, in his major league career the last couple of seasons. So that was a a very disappointing aspect of this game. And again, the big four, the last two games, just the combined three for 28. And that's a big reason why the Padres did not win either game. And look, here today, if we want to focus on the offense just for one more second, it's always going to be difficult when you have a starting pitcher struggle to the degree that you Darvish struggled in this game. It was pretty clear, even from the first inning when he gave up a couple of hits, he gave up a hard line out that turned into a double play that erased the leadoff double. It was pretty clear he didn't have his best stuff. He didn't have great command in this game. Goes four innings and a third, given up. Eight hits, walks three, 85 pitches, four home runs allowed. Okay, it's always going to be tough when you get a start like that. I think we all understand that as baseball fans. But the part of this game, in addition offensively, that you didn't love was the Padres actually did a fairly good job in the fifth and the sixth of chipping away a little bit. They're down 8-1. to one. They get the home run by Kim, makes it 8-3. to three. RBI double by Camposano in the sixth inning makes it 8-4. to four. But then they don't score in the seventh inning. They don't score in the eighth inning. Tatis, Soto, Machado came up during that span. Bogarts had a single. Cronenworth strikes out, and they go down 1-2-3 in the ninth inning. So look, down four. With nine outs to play with, this was an offense that was built to overcome things like that. And even when it was, you know, a, a five to one game, you know, a seven to one game, I was thinking to myself, I said, okay, look, this is a tough game. It's going to be tough to win this game. Anytime you're down five, one, seven, one, it's going to be a tough game to win. But this is the kind of game 
that if you're the Padres, what an opportunity for your offense to go out there and pick up you, Darvish, and go erase it. We've seen them score a lot of runs before. Saw it on Saturday, certainly, in Detroit, but just did not happen. They chipped away a little bit from, you know, Kim and then the bottom part of the lineup. But, again, 7-8-9, those innings, nothing doing. And the middle of the order came up again and, and did not get much going. So that was the disappointment offensively here today. We'll continue to dive into it, continue to uh, uh, take your phone calls coming up, uh, 833-288-0973, the phone number. If you want to get involved, you can tweet at me, Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. Instagram DMs open as well, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. And we'll continue to talk about this one. Pirates eat, Padres four, the final score at Petco Park. Postgame show continues after this on the Padres Radio Network. Our post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Sam Levitt with you inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Final score, Pirates 8, Padres 4 as the Padres fall in this series opener to the Pittsburgh Pirates. Padres have now lost two in a row. They drop back to five games below 500 at 48-53. and 53. And again, said it earlier, but this is the part that really hurts. The Pirates, since June 13th, entering today, Entered this game with the worst record in baseball since June 13th, 9-26. and They're now 10-26 and after tonight, since the 13th of June. And four of those wins now have now come against the Padres. So a team that had been just scuffling terribly coming in. We read off in the pregame all the different kinds of streaks and numbers they were on. And they come in here and they hit you Darvish hard. Four innings and a third for Darvish. Seven earned runs given up. Four home runs allowed, eight hits total. An uphill battle from there, no doubt about it, but the Padres' offense simply does not do enough, especially from the middle part of their lineup as they fall 8-4. to four. I was talking in the last segment, and I'll go through this quickly, on the big four, Tatis, Soto, Machado, and Bogarts, and how combined in the last two games they're only three for 28. And I, I rechecked my scorecards during the commercial break. The point I was making is... Well, three for 28, obviously, not what you want at all. What is even more frustrating, again, they face Alex Fajardo, starting pitcher with a six-plus ERA yesterday, who's not been good in the early part of his major league career really at all, and a pitcher today in Quinn Priester making his second-ever major league start, and the first one he gave up seven runs. The big four of Tatis, Soto, Machado, and Bogarts, they had just one hit in each of those games against each starting pitcher. They had one hit against Fajardo yesterday, one hit against Priester today. I mean, these are the kinds of arms, you know, I don't care really if you haven't seen them before. I mean, I know there are difficulties to that, but, you know, second time through the lineup, third time even seeing uh, a guy like Priester. I mean, Tatis saw him three times, Soto saw him three times, you know, Manny had the single early. um, Saw him three times, Bogart saw him three times. Same thing yesterday. I mean, Tatis saw... Uh, Fajardo three times, Soto saw uh, Fajardo three times. You get the point going on and on. They saw him two or three times each and just unable to get anything really of substance going against these very young, inexperienced, and and a guy in Fajardo, just not very good starting pitchers. And 
I mean, frustrating's the word, head scratcher, whatever adjective phrase you want to use. It's it's part of or, or another element of this season, another little span of this season that is just really hard to make sense of. It really is. Um, and especially after what they did on Saturday, scoring 14 runs on 18 hits and the home runs all over the place and even throw Friday into that mix with what Soto did. Disappointing and frustrating. And uh, obviously a tough couple of losses for the Padres as a team. Let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit San DiegoFoodBank.org. Our relief pitcher of the game. We're going to stay on the Padres side of things. Let's pull a positive. How about Pedro Avila? Two scoreless innings out of the bullpen, scoreless sixth inning, worked out of a little bit of a jam, walking two, walked another in the seventh inning, so command the problem at times, but again, worked out of a jam. Runners on second and third. And uh, struck out Sawinski to end that seventh inning. So look, Avila did his job, two scoreless innings, kept it an 8-4 game. He's our relief pitcher of the game. Pedro Avila out of the Padres' bullpen. And again... You know, Darvish struggles mightily in this game. No way around that, but Hill gives up the run. It was earned, the run in the fifth inning that Hill gave up. Got to be honest with you, could have been unearned because the ball that Rodriguez hit, the shortstop, could have been ruled an error on Xander Bogarts. I thought it was an error personally. Um, So it could have been unearned, to be honest with you. Either way, a run came into score. So in in the uh, grand scheme of things, it doesn't really matter all that much, but other than Hill giving up that run, Avila, two scoreless innings. Martinez, a scoreless frame. Garcia, a scoreless frame. To their credit, they gave the Padres offense the opportunity to battle back in this game and not get let it get totally, totally, totally out of hand. Um, obviously, 8-1 climb, but not impossible. Padres couldn't really uh, come close in this game. They only get to 8-4. to four. Let's tell you about our player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. Our player of the game got to go with Carlos Santana. A couple of two-run home runs in this game. One in the third off Darvish, one in the fifth inning off Darvish. The double in the eighth inning, so three hits, two home runs, four RBIs. What a day for Carlos Santana, his 16th career multi-home run game. And he is our player of the game. Very big moments for Santana in this one. All right, we'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network. If you want to get a phone call in, you can, 833-288-0973. Again, the phone number, 833-288-0973. We'll also play some clips from Bob Melvin's post-game press conference on the other side of this break in case you missed it as we continue to wrap this one up. Final score here at Petco Park, Pirates 8, Padres 4. Back in a moment on the Padres Radio Network. Our 
postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score, Pirates 8, Padres 4. As the Pirates win this series opener here at Petco Park, Sam Levitt with you inside the Western Metal Building, an empty Petco Park, a sold-out crowd, 43,000-plus in the building. Everybody has gone home now, just me and you on the radio side of things here on the Padres Radio Network. Obviously, a very tough evening for you, Darvish. His uh, roughest start of the season, I think you could say, although... Well, I'll tell you in a second about that. Four innings and a third, seven earned runs given up, four home runs allowed. Now, he did give up seven earned runs on May 28th against the Yankees. Two and two-thirds innings in that start, seven earned runs allowed, one home run given up. I thought this one, though, was probably tougher, even though he went deeper in the game because of two reasons. I think you could say the quality of opponent. And also the importance of the game. Every game the Padres play right now is important, but series opener, homestand opener, after such a disappointing finish to the road trip yesterday, every game they play right now is really important. So I would say this was the roughest one for you, Darvish, of the season. Now, it's been a, an interesting year for you because you look at a stretch from May 28th to july 7th and remember in there there was a two week or so period where he was out with an illness but during that stretch six starts a 6970 ra that included that may 28th start at yankee stadium where he gave up seven earned runs in two and two-thirds innings it included a six earned run uh spot in five innings against the rays uh six innings four earned runs given up against the giants so the point being there have been uh, in that stretch, you know, there were a couple of, of outings where he gave up, you know, a lot of runs. The seven in New York, the six against Tampa certainly stand out. What's disappointing about this one for you is that it really seemed like the last two outings on the road trip after the All-Star break in Philly and Toronto, six innings, one run, six innings, no runs in Toronto just last week. It really seemed like you was starting to get back on track again. And then this one, clearly from the opening inning, did not have great command, and he got hit hard in this game. Four home runs, no way around it. Gave up the first major league home run to Pagero in the fourth inning. So um, I'm not really sure where it came from as far as the struggles for you, Darvish, because he had looked very good after the All-Star break here for a couple of starts. But uh was not his night here today. And on top of that, his bobblehead day. We talked yesterday and today about how cool it was he was pitching on his bobblehead day. Well, unfortunately for you, Darvish, the bobblehead day did not go according to plan. All right, in case you missed Bob Melvin's postgame comments earlier, let's play back some of those. Here was Bob Melvin after the game saying this loss adds to the team's frustration. There's been a lot of disappointment. So, you know, it just kind of adds to the frustra- frustration. You know, we just haven't been able to do anything to give ourselves a ton of confidence. So we ha- we have to do that. You know, we have to come back and win a game tomorrow and try to win a series, which we've been doing here recently. Easy to forget in this game. The Padres had the lead, one nothing. Ha Sung Kim lead off home run, but Bob Melvin said they couldn't quite sustain that hot start. Ha Sung leaves up with a homer and got the fans into it. So that there was energy. Our guys, you know, felt good going into the game today back home after a long road trip. And, you know, it felt good to be back home. And then you get a homer and you feel good about where the game's going. We just, just couldn't sustain it. We talked about you Darvish's tough start. Here was Bob Melvin talking about you Darvish. 
just not his best command. You look at the ball strike ratio early on, it was pretty close, which is not like him at all. Very rarely do you see an outing like that out of him, so every now and then it happens. And here is Bob Melvin on what made Quinn Priester, the Pirates' starting pitcher, tough. Sinker pretty good, backdoor to some righties, just enough off speed. We did score four runs off him, you know, five and a third. We just gave up too many tonight. And that was Bob Melvin after the game, an 8-4 loss to the Pittsburgh Pirates. Let's take a look now at the out-of-town scoreboard. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the out-of-town scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. A lot to talk about from around the major leagues here today on this Monday. Hold on, I'm sending an important text message. All right, text message has been sent. It's live radio. We've got a lot of moving parts here on our post-game show. Had to get some info to an important person, production-wise. All right, here we go. Out-of-town scoreboard. Tigers earlier today beat the Giants in a makeup game from April 5-1. to Orioles beat the Phillies 3-2 in Philadelphia. Colton Kowser, young player for the Orioles, gave Baltimore a lead with an RBI double in the ninth inning in that game. Rockies beat the Nationals 10-6 in D.C. Nolan Jones, a home run in that one for Colorado. Royals and the Guardians in Cleveland tonight. Royals beat the Guardians 5-3. Salvador Perez, a home run in that game for Kansas City. Twins beat the Mariners 4-3 in Minnesota. Carlos Correa, a walk-off base hit in that game for the Twins. Brewers and the Reds. In Milwaukee, Christian Yelich, a walk-off single to right field for the Brewers as they open up a game-and-a-half lead on Cincinnati in the NL Central. Another division race matchup, Astros and the Rangers. The Astros trailed 9-6, going to the seventh inning. Chaz McCormick, a three-run home run off a roll this Chapman to tie it in the seventh inning. They were still tied 9-9 in the bottom half of the ninth inning. The Astros walked it off. The 0-2, and that is lined in a right field, a base hit. Tucker gets the way from Gary Pettis around third. Throw to the plate by Jankowski's cut off. The relay, not in time. Astros win it. Yiner Diaz lines one to right field. And the Astros celebrate around second base, Bobby Diaz. Really awesome finish to that game in Houston. Walk-off base hit. Astros win it 10-9 as they gain ground on the first-place Rangers in the AL West. Cardinals beat the Diamondbacks 10-6 in Arizona. And one game still going on right now. In L.A., Blue Jays leading the Dodgers 6-3 at Dodger Stadium. They are in the 11th inning in L.A. So we'll see if the Blue Jays can hang on in that one. And that's look at the out-of-town scoreboard on this Monday in the major leagues. Taking a look at just the standings as far as the games we just talked about because there are a lot of uh, important series here. Texas, with the uh, loss to Houston at Minute Maid Park tonight, the Rangers now have a two-game lead on the Astros. So the Astros picked up a game. The Milwaukee-Cincinnati race in the, in the uh, NL Central, Milwaukee, again, winning on the Christian Yelich walk-off base hit. So they open up a game-and-a-half lead on Cincinnati. And uh, any other races I want to update you on? Texas, Houston, Cincinnati, Milwaukee. 
Minnesota's up four games on Cleveland in the AL Central. We know Baltimore-Tampa Bay, very good race there. Baltimore winning three out of four in Tampa over the weekend. They're now up two and a half games on the Rays after winning earlier today. And uh, that's what's going on from around the major leagues. Now, let's hear our play of the game. What was the crucial play that helped decide the outcome of today's game? This is the play of the game. Presented by Bill Howe Plumbing, Heating and Air, Flood and Restoration. Because we know how. Darvish will pause at the letters. Now the payoff pitch. And Santana hits it in the air to deep right. Fernando's racing back. He is not going to have a play, and it'll go a two-run home run for Carlos Santana. And it came on the slider. It's a pitch that Darvish has had a hard time commanding here early. Carlos Santana, two-run home run in the third, gave the Pirates a 3-1 lead. Broke a 1-1 tie in Pittsburgh. Never looked back in this game. They go on to win it 8-4. They have an 8-1 lead. Pirates, or I should say Padres, got two runs in the fifth inning on Kim's second home run of the game. RBI double by Luis Campusano in the sixth inning. Made it 8-4, and that is as close as the Padres would get. So that about wraps it up for our post-game show here tonight. And again, the one silver lining from this game, depending on how you want to look at things, glass half empty, glass half full. A lot of teams lost uh, in the wild card race today in front of the Padres. Cincinnati lost. Uh, we told you about that. San Francisco lost. We told you about that. And the Padres, all in all, they stay six games out of a wild card spot. So they did not lose any ground. But again, with all these teams struggling in front of them, Miami just snapped an eight-game losing skid. Diamondbacks have lost five in a row. Giants have lost six in a row. Padres are just not picking up a whole lot of ground. They're not losing ground, but they're not gaining ground quickly either. And they're now five and six after the All-Star break. It is just so very imperative that this team goes on some sort of run. Um, you felt like the series in Toronto, the first days in Detroit, two days in Detroit, like they were maybe again on the precipice of it, but as has been the story all year, it's been a step forward and a step back and certainly, uh, was a disappointing couple of days, both yesterday and today here in this series opener at Petco Park. All right. Now we focus on tomorrow game two of this three-game series against the Pirates tomorrow. Pitching matchup tomorrow. A couple of southpaws going at it. Blake Snell on the mound for the Padres. Rich Hill on the mound for the Pirates. First pitch tomorrow at 6.40. Ecowater SoCal Padres pregame show will begin at 5.40 and certainly hope you can join us then. Taking a look at the final totals in this ball game here tonight. For the Pirates, eight runs, 13 hits, no errors. They left on nine. For the Padres, four runs, six hits, no errors. They left on five. Winning pitcher Quinn Priester picks up his first major league win. He's now one and one. You Darvish takes the loss. He's now seven and seven. Time of game, two hours and 53 minutes. And the crowd here at Petco Park, the 40th sellout in 47 openings in this building. 43,419. The fans, you continue to bring it. I wish you had more to cheer about here tonight. Hopefully, a lot more to cheer about tomorrow.
As always, you can listen back to any of our post-game show on the Inside San Diego Baseball podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. For our studio coordinator, Frank Marchese, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long and good night from Petco Park. Again, the final score, the Pittsburgh Pirates 8 and the San Diego Padres 4. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the Padres Radio Network.